1: Welcome welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie.
0: What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are grateful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want you to take this opportunity right now that if you are not subscribed to this podcast, that you hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a brand new episode. Leave us that rating. Leave us that review. It definitely helps our podcast be introduced to more and more people. So once again, we're just grateful that you are tuned in today and that you are ready for all, you know, the things that we're going to get into today in this awesome conversation. Eddie, how are you feeling today?
1: Today as always is a great day. I'm feeling awesome. You know, this is the time of year where I enjoy the most. You know, fall is my favorite season. Um, On top of that, it means that all the holidays are on their way. So it's like you walk into any store, they have all the fall decorations. And on top of that, people even have their Christmas trees um, or their stores have their Christmas trees up where they're selling it and all that. It's that time of year where it's like fun and joyful um, and it hurts your pocket because this is when Christmas starts coming (laughs) up and uh, all the gifts. Uh, start happening, but it's it's great. I'm feeling great. I'm really looking excited to the rest of the year and trying to enjoy all the moments because this is the time of year, like I said before, where I feel like it just flies on by.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is, you know, again, a great time for me as well. I love the fall season. Um, you know, you get to take out all your jackets <laughs> and all of your, you know, fall, uh, you know, fashion clothes and everything, and it's just, um, I just think the weather is perfect, the timing is perfect, and like you said, it is a rem- Reminder that the holiday season is slowly approaching, which is scary that it is, you know, almost Christmas again. Yeah. But, you know, we're definitely, you know, taking it day by day and enjoying all of, uh, you know, everything that is happening in our lives at this moment for sure.
1: Yeah, you know what? Today is a great day, and we're going to have an awesome episode because we have a special guest that is joining us, um, and we know that we'll be blessed by the conversation that is about to happen. So we do want to welcome to the God Life Culture podcast, Cade Thompson. Cade, please say hello to our listeners. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, guys. I'm so
2: excited to hang out with y'all today.
0: For sure, man. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, you know, it's a, it's an honor to have you with us on our podcast. And, you know, we like to start off our conversation with, you know, our special guests just introducing themselves. Maybe we have certain listeners that are tuned in that may not be familiar with who you are or may not, you know, just uh, may not remember, be familiar with what you do. So can you please tell us um, who is Cade Thompson?
2: Yeah, man, absolutely. So my name is Cade Thompson. I was born in Joplin, Missouri, and I lived there till I was nine years old, and then I moved to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I was raised in the church. I was raised around the ministry. My mom was in ministry growing up, and so for me, the church was kind of like my second home. I remember being the first kid there on Sundays and the <laughs> last one to leave, and I, I didn't quite see it till I got older. But I'm so thankful for those foundations because I believe they really made me into the man that I am today. And alongside the church was also an amazing thing called Christian radio that I saw at a young age began to impact my life beyond what I would have ever have guessed. And I saw that at a young age, these truths were impacting my life. And I just love music, man. I began singing when I was three, four, five years old, just on my front porch for as long as I can remember. Eventually started playing piano and guitar, and I saw, wait. Actually, there's something with this. I think people can be impacted by the power of music. And long story short, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing today.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. That's a great little synopsis um, of everything. And there's a lot of things in there that, you know, we talk about all the time that we can relate to, even going back as far as, you know, those childhood foundations of being the first one in church, the last one out. (laughs) And, you know, all those things that at the moment, maybe maybe we didn't give it importance. Maybe we wouldn't even pay attention to them or maybe we found them annoying uh but in actuality were important to us and our upbringing uh when you speak about Christian radio I speak like it just throws me back cuz I think about the radio stations that I listened to back in the day you know here in New York City um as a young kid on AM radio cuz I don't even think when I was growing up if they had Christian music on FM <laughs> I think it was like AM um oh, wow. radio um not that I, I, I kind of dated Mind myself you, yeah, I'm not that old <laughs> I'm only 30 <laughs> I'm like, bro, wow. (laughs) And if there was, I didn't know about it. I didn't know about it. It's maybe my fault. Uh, But in the conversation of music, I know that, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure you're still feeling all the emotions that come with the release of your debut album, Bigger Story. Um, And, you know, uh, like I said, I know there's a lot of emotions and feelings that come with that, you know, but but talk to us about it. I know the album came out a few weeks ago, but how are you feeling at this moment? in reference to the debut of your album.
2: Yeah, man, you know, it's such a joy to be able to put out work that you are so proud of and that you enjoy. And a lot of these songs, man, I've had just kind of sitting there for a whole year. And so now to be able to have these messages out in the world and to see the impact that they're having on people's lives just brings the biggest smile to my face because I know personally these songs have really impacted my life. And it was just such an expectation of waiting and waiting and waiting for people to hear these songs. And now that they're hearing them, And hearing the stories within them just brings me joy to continue writing these songs for other people to hear in the years to
1: come. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things as creatives that I know that especially when it comes to our projects, they're like our babies to us. So we as 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 much control, as much purpose, we can be put behind every decision. Um, you know, we try our best to do it. So it's like, for example, when it comes to the title of your album, Bigger Story, I know it wasn't just like a random thing you pulled out of a hat. I'm sure there's a story <laughs> behind it. Uh, so what what is the story on the why you guys landed on the title of the album being Bigger Story?
2: Man, that's a great question. I love how you asked that that way, because I don't get to share this a whole lot on the interviews, but Really, I just began writing these songs, and I saw that there was kind of a pattern within these songs. I saw that they were really my heartbeat. A lot of these songs were inspired by stories that I would see in my life and day-to-day lives. And I remember just kind of asking myself this question, if I could explain Jesus to someone that maybe has never, ever heard of Jesus before, how would I explain it? And it's this right here, that we're all a part of a bigger story. That's life, right? And we've got a better hero as believers, and his name is Jesus, and he invites us to step into that story, and I saw a lot of those similar themes as I was listening through a lot of these songs on the record. I saw a lot of those themes, and I wanted to write a song that could speak to that, and that song actually ended up being the title track to the whole record, and so now being able to be on the backside of these songs being out in the world and hearing people's stories, right, as they're inviting God to step into their story, Mm -hmm. it just brings the biggest joy to my life because that's why I wrote this album.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I actually want you to dive in a little bit into the title track, Bigger Story. You know, you yeah. start off um, the song by saying, when I look into your eyes, I can tell that we are feeling the same hurts, hiding the same scars. We've both got our reasons for giving up. Can you mm. just bring us to that place of writing this song or putting this song together? Um, you know, what was running through your mind? What were you feeling? And, and kind of, you know, again, bring us into that moment when you're putting Bigger Story together.
2: Yeah, man, that's a great question. Honestly, I was feeling a lot of emotions that day in the writing session, and my heart was heavy for people that don't know Jesus. You know, Jesus changed my life at a young age, but I know that there's people out there that still don't know Jesus personally. And as I looked just around this world, I, I can see that there's people, As when I look into their eyes, they're they're feeling those hurts. They They're carrying scars, and I've felt those same hurts, you know? And I know that Jesus is the answer. And so I needed to write a song that could speak to that. And I love the bridge of this song because it says, it's not over. It's not over. The best is yet to come. It's not over. It's not over. Just keep holding on. And I feel like as we're coming out of the past few years that we've been walking through, I feel like this is a message that people need to hear in this very Mm -hmm. moment.
1: You know, one of the things that I always love to hear as well is especially for people like us who grew up in church you know there is a point in our lives where we do it's like a pivotal moment in our lives where we have to make a decision or where we truly encounter who christ is in our lives and although you know from the sound of it you've been in church your whole life but what was that moment for you in which it was like man god is actually real Yeah, man. That's a great question. I remember very
2: vividly, it was a summer after my fourth grade year of school. I was going to a summer camp. (laughs) I was going (laughs) to a summer camp, and I'd been to some summer camps before, but this summer camp, I don't know. It was just different. Maybe it was because I was getting older at the time, and it was the last night of camp, and the speaker says, if there's people out here that want to decide to follow Jesus with their lives tonight, I want to invite you to come to the front. And there was something in me that night that said, I finally get it. Like, I finally understand what it means to follow Jesus. And that faith went from my head, and it hit me in the heart. And and my relationship with Jesus became so real from that moment on. And a few years later, God began to put the desires of music upon my heart. And that's ultimately what is leading to my story today. From that moment, God planted those desires in my heart. I encountered Jesus. I encountered the Holy Spirit, and my life has never been the same.
0: Yeah, I love that because I think even in, you know, what you're talking about and making that decision, um, I'm sure, you know, after the fact of of making the decision and having that moment, there were, you know, many voices that kind of, you know, would try to distract you or voices that, yeah. you know, may try to just convince you, like, you know, you made a mistake or this isn't real or, you know, this whole situation, this isn't what it's, you know... Uh, cut out to be, right? And um, it reminds me, you know, you do have a song on your album titled Voices, and it's very profound. I think it's very relatable to the listener because I think we can all agree, we all hear, you know, uh, voices at times, voices, you know, of our past, voices that distract us, voices that try to discourage us, you know, and all of these things. And you say in the song, when they push me to the edge, you pull me from the ledge. So my question is, what does it look like for, to you for God to pull you from the ledge?
2: Woo! Great question, man. Uh, first of all, I wrote those lyrics when I was actually in high school, and I felt a lot of pressure in, in the world growing up in today's society. It's not always easy being a believer in certain spaces, whether that's at work or at school. And, you know, everyone always wants to share their opinion and share their voices. But I realized at a young age that the only voice that matters is the voice of truth. That is the voice of Jesus. And so for, for me to have an experience where Jesus is pulling me up from the ledge is really me getting back to what is truth. And for me as a believer, I find that in the word of God, um, you know, it says in scripture that he sets my feet on solid rock. He lifts me up and the Psalms it talks about that. And I think that's such a powerful reminder that I was clinging on to, And then I'm still clinging on to daily because I need it every single day.
0: Yeah, I love that you said that you cling on to it daily because I think, you know, we can definitely trace moments back in our lives where there were moments where we felt like we were definitely on the ledge, right? On the ledge of just giving up, on the ledge of just quitting. Um, But I also think daily there are moments when our situations push us to the edge. uh, People in our lives, you know, push us to the edge. Dealing with people is definitely not easy. And I think each and every day... Um, we need that grace and we need that mercy that comes from God in order to keep us from that ledge and keep us from, you know, getting to that place of quitting, you know? And it's interesting because one of the topics, you know, we spoke about this in our last episode, the idea of faith, it seems like, you know, in this generation, um, with everything going on in the last, you know, few years and, you know, even this pandemic and everything, it seems like faith is being attacked. You know, Mm -hmm. and um, in listening to your album, you know, the song Provider, um, you know, I think it's an it's an amazing song and it's a reminder of who God is in our life. Right. A reminder of who he can be um, when we have that faith in him, when we have that complete trust in him. And I love the lyrics when you say, I can't remember the last time I was content. And now I wonder how do I get there again? So I want to ask you, what has your journey to contentment looked like for you, um, you know, in this process? And what can you say to those who are struggling to find their way back to trusting God as their provider?
2: Man, that is a great question. First of all, you guys are asking great questions today. (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) Beyond the surface, it brings a lot of joy to me to be able to share beyond the surface about my lyrics. So first of all, thank you so much for that. Um, Really, I think... What it looks like to be content is to realize that what God has already given is already enough. And I know it's so hard in today's world when we have social media to compare ourselves to what other people have or what they're walking through, what they have, the followers, all of that stuff. At the end of the day, that stuff is going to fade away. And the only thing that remains is Jesus. As bold as that sounds, Mm -hmm. that's the truth, man. And that is the only place that I can find my contentment in. And so I've had to come to that realization last year. I remember I had launched my debut single provider. It was going great. Things were happening. I was on a radio tour and all of a sudden this thing called COVID-19 came out of the middle of nowhere (laughs) and everything stopped for me. And I had to come to the realization that my identity is not found in what I do, but whose I am. And that's Jesus. Mm. And so Literally, those lyrics to that song, I was walking through those lyrics last year. And no, it was not always easy. I had my moments for about a couple of weeks that I was just kind of in a pit. And I had to pick myself up from that and realize, wait, I can do something in this moment. And so I began to serve the people around me through social media. I began to share words that God put on my heart. And so maybe you're listening today and you feel like you're in the pit. Maybe you feel like you're so far away from being content Realize that what God has given you is already enough and whether you're on the mountaintop or the valley low, when you walk with Christ, you're always on solid ground.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I always find that people may struggle with is with defining and understanding the difference between being content and participating in complacency. So how would you describe Mm. to someone the difference? between being content and being complacent and where they find themselves at in their life?
2: Mm. Man, I think that's a great question too. So good. I would say being content really is knowing that God is working on your behalf. Being complacent is trying to fight the battle in your own strength and trying Mm. to fight the battle with all that you can possibly do. Being content, rest assured that the battle is already won on the cross. First of all, and God is working in the middle of it all, and the victory is already done.
1: And the victory is already done, which is awesome. You know, switching gears just a little bit, I, you know, was going through all your 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 like your socials and everything. And one of the things that stood out to me as being a really great thing is uh, how you interact a lot with the people that follow you and enjoy your music um, and the things that you do. Um, You had this thing going on where I guess like you had a bunch of people, uh, your followers or fans, if you want to call it that way, uh, that texted you their numbers and then you were just randomly calling them up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I see that you go on live and then you invite some of them also to participate with you and you have conversations, not only about the album, but then also like side conversations will come out um, in those moments so you know my first question to you was how much of that do you enjoy in being able to speak uh with these people that are you know fans of you and what you do um in your music and how you present god into the world um and then the other question to that also is you know has there has there any ever been a moment where in those conversations where you guys are just like maybe talking about the album or talking about something random that something that they said surprised you? Mm. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just
2: am so thankful for the gift of social media and the platform that God Mm -hmm. has allowed me to have. And I always want to be a good steward of that and just so thankful for that platform. And so I do all that I can to really connect with with my fans and, and my friends on there and to go beyond the surface just like you guys are doing right here on this podcast and inviting people into that world. And I love people, man. I I, I just absolutely love people. I love having conversations just like this every single day. And it is a gift. I love going Instagram Live with random fans. It's always an eventful time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was one story that was really cool a few months back. There was a a guy, and he really wanted to just kind of go full on in the creative world and photo stuff and I got to pray with him and it was really cool because he messaged me a couple months later and was like man ever since you prayed for me on this Instagram live I've been getting amazing opportunities to be able to share this gift with people and there's so many stories like that that when you take time to focus on the people around you God honors that and God blesses that and so just a little glimpse of that man every day keeps me going.
0: That's awesome. I mean, I love, you know, like you said, the opportunity to uh, connect with people. Right. And I think that's what. Um, at times even makes your ministry and your music even more powerful right that it's not just content that you're putting out but it's the fact that you are intentionally trying to connect with the people that interact with your content right that consume your content and I think that's right. um, you know not many artists um, you know many Christian artists um, rather you know even do that right where they take out the time to interact and take out the time to pray so I think that's awesome and I think again that says a lot about your heart it says a lot about um you know where your priorities are as well you know i think that's awesome and you know one of the songs that you know comes to mind in this conversation is your song new normal and you know when looking at the music video for that song it's a great music video very um i mean high quality professional like all of your other videos as well um you know can you bring us into the filming of this video right um mm-hmm. you know there's a storyline that's happening the you know and there's then you know clips of you as well in it what do you think um you know or not what do you think can you just tell us and bring us into the day of recording uh this video
2: yeah man so the music video shoot for new normal was beyond special I remember when we were going through the storyboarding of it and seeing little glimpses of it and talking to the directors I was just so excited to be able to see a song like that kind of come to life in video format and we were out in california shooting this video and filming this video and we had a bunch of actors this was back in 2019 before covid and (laughs) uh we were actually going to release this song in the middle of covid that was before covid happened right and so uh that ended up not happening but god's timing is great on all of it and we had actors, um, we had the school, we had camera crew, makeup crew, all that fun stuff. And this song was really special for me, man, because I remember it's, this song was really birthed out of a time where I was a senior in high school. I was walking into my high school just like any other senior would that day, and there was actually a school shooting threat at my school. And I remember the fear that I felt in that moment. It felt so real. And thankfully, all of us students ended up going home that day safe, but... Once again, the fear felt so real, and I began processing this with my parents and explaining to them how growing up in today's world, the school shooting threat had been one of my biggest fears. Mm. And it really all stemmed from when I was five years old. My mom and I were dropping off my sister at middle school, and there was actually an active shooter at her school. Wow. And that fear was planted inside of me at a very young age, and I knew the only way that I could process this was to write a song. And so being on set that day, filming this music video, man, it brought me to tears to see that, wow, this song is going to impact so many lives. And I just wanted to be a good steward of that song. And now on the backside of it, seeing how it's touched people's lives and students' lives, man, it just rocks my world.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's it's a subject matter that is spoken about, um, especially more recently now. Um, as well, but to be able to put, you know, those feelings and that emotion to music, um, and have it impact people that may have those same fears or may have experienced even the simple, not the simple, I shouldn't, I shouldn't simplify it to that. Uh, but just being in like a false alarm situation where it really wasn't an active shooter, but at the end of the day, those feelings and emotions are still the same, you know, until you get that all clear. it's like today at my job, um, there was a false fire alarm. But we didn't know. Everybody grabs their stuff and everybody's heading down their stairwell and, you know, doing all those things. Um, but you really don't actually know until you get the all clear uh, from the from whoever's going to give you the announcement about what's really going on. So, you know, in those moments and in those, you know, minutes. You know, our minds are like machines. We think about 436 different, you know, scenarios or things that could be going wrong or going left. That's and, right. You know, it, it is a very scary situation and place to be in um, at the moment um, and it's great to be given the opportunity to channel those things for positivity to be of blessing to others.
2: That's right, man. I think the gift of music is so beautiful because we're uh, able to use the power of music and the power of the gospel to step into culture and to talk about those things and bring light and that's what I absolutely love about the song new normal.
0: For sure. And you know, you mentioned being in high school, right? And uh, you know, what would the Kate Thompson today tell the Kate Thompson
2: back in high school? What would you tell yourself? Woo, great question. I would say, man, to enjoy the moments. I am so thankful that God allowed me to start this whole music journey at a young age, but there's Sometimes where I wish I would have just been in the very present moment a little bit more. (laughs) And maybe you're listening to this today and you're in high school too. And you're so excited for what's in store next. But remember that you're only in high school once. You're only where you're at in this very moment once. And to be a good steward of that and to enjoy those moments, to be a light where God has placed you at literally right now.
0: Awesome. And, you know, I I love that you, you know, started talking and, you know, referencing like maybe those who are in high school and, you know, we want to give you an opportunity now for, you know, to speak to the people that are listening. Um, But specifically those who may feel like, you know, they have tried so many different things, you know, they have made Mm. so many attempts maybe to pursue their dreams, to accomplish their goals, Um, you know, ideas that they've had, they feel like they just try and try but they feel like they haven't made any progress or they Mm. feel like they may be stuck or they feel like you know things are just not working out and not aligning the way they thought what can you say to that person who just feels like they're trying their hardest but it's just not
2: working Mm, that's great you know I I feel like I could say a lot of things to that but the first thing that hits me really is my encouragement to you if you're feeling that exact same way right now is to stay faithful to what God has placed in front of you in this very moment. And listen, (laughs) I know that might not be the answer that you want to hear, right? You're like, but Kate, I've been doing this for years, for years, for years. If God has placed a dream inside of you, the timing of that dream might look different than what the world's timing is going to be. And so, you have to remember what God has placed inside of you if that's God's dream inside of you. And you have to stay faithful to wherever He's planning you to be. For example, for me and my story, I began serving at my church all throughout my middle school years. Four years straight, or th- three years of middle school and, and continuing on in high school, four years straight, I began to do that. I didn't go on my first t- tour until I was a sophomore in high school. And you're, you're like, okay, that's really young. Yes, it is very young. But a lot of people didn't see the three years prior to that of me singing in front of nobody at my church and staying faithful to the Lord. And so if you have a dream that God has placed inside of you, never give up on that. Stay faithful to where your feet are planted. Ask God for vision for where your feet are going to go and walk in that.
0: Yes. And, you know, that's something that we always, uh, you know, kind of talk about on this podcast the idea of being faithful where you're at. Um, I think many times, again, we have our goals in mind, we have our dreams in mind, and it's so easy to neglect where we are in the moment. And, you know, I love how you acknowledge that it's not easy. Right. Um, I think oftentimes, uh, you know, people may, you know, listen to podcasts or listen to, you know, worship and artists and, you know, hear them talk in interviews or, you know, on their YouTube channel. And it may sometimes seem like, you know, it's easy for you to say that. Right. Because you have the platform or it's easy for you to say that because you have, you know, an album out and you have music out. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times people, they just don't see the journey right and um, when you give uh, people a glimpse into the life when you give people a glimpse into the journey they're able to understand that you know again this was not just you know one moment one decision you know Mm. one time this was a series of yeses to God this was many moments of obedience and many times where you probably didn't feel like it or you probably were discouraged or probably didn't come out the way you had anticipated or expected but you still showed up you still did what you were supposed to do and again that's the work that you put in so now when you reach a moment like this where you have an album and you know you're able to tour and do all of these things you are able to enjoy that gift right? Because you have put in the work. That's so right. um, it's something that, you know, we love to hear, you know, those stories.
1: And before we give you um, the opportunity to just share whatever maybe God had placed in your heart, we want you to share with everyone your social media. Where can people find you? Where can they follow you um, to download your music and also just, you know, see you on your journey?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you can find my music wherever you listen to music, any streaming platform. It's under Cade Thompson, C-A-D-E-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. You can follow me on any social media at Cade Thompson Music. Like we talked about earlier, I love connecting with fans, with you, with everyone on social media. And I would love the chance to get to know you guys a little bit more. And I would love it if you took some time to listen to my debut album, download it, buy
1: it, share it with your friends, your family, all that fun stuff. Awesome. So, Cade, we've reached the end of the interview. Is there anything that's maybe weighing heavy on your heart or that you just want to share and just throw out there to our listeners before we close out?
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, man, for having me. I've really enjoyed chatting with you guys. You're a fun crew. You asked some great questions. (laughs) And wrapping things up today, I just want to encourage the listeners that God is doing a new thing in this season. And you might not see it right now. Um, but you will see it. God is still working. He is still moving. Stay faithful to him. Stay faithful to the dreams that he's placed inside of you. And remember that God is working in your story Um, and invite him to step in to that story. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. You guys are awesome.
0: For sure. Thank you so much, Cade, for being a guest on our podcast. And all of you listening, be sure to follow him on all his social media. Be sure to support and download his music. Check out his YouTube channel and, uh, you know, definitely stay connected to everything that he is doing. And we want to remind you to also hit that subscribe button. Follow us on all social media platforms. God Life Culture Podcast on Instagram. We are on Facebook as well. And again, thank you so much for joining us, you know, on this podcast journey. Journey week after week you know stay connected stay subscribed because we have great conversations coming up with some more great guests and we're just excited to dive in
1: yes yeah, so listeners be sure to follow Cade at Cade thompson music kade thompson music on instagram find him on whatever music platform you use download purchase share all his stuff Let's um, support him and his ministry and what and what God is doing through him. So, thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the God Life Culture podcast. That's God Life Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.